Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. So in the studio with me this afternoon, I've got Marissa Noel. Good afternoon, Marissa. Hi, Jill. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, good. It's great to have you here today. You. Marissa is a local author. She published her first book at the end of July called Shadow Keepers. She has her second one coming out in November, Unadjusted, and the third one before the end of 2019 called The Mermaid Chronicles. Marissa, three books in just four months. That's amazing. It's very exciting, yes. I've been working really hard to uh, make it all happen. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. Tell us how you got into writing. Writing wasn't something I thought I would do. Um, I went off to university to do psychology and I'd always been a bookworm though. And it wasn't until sort of I went through some events in my life and kind of took stock of where I wanted to go that I turned to writing as a release actually. Mm. Um, and it was a way to explore um anxiety and things like that in my life um and it took off from there really mm, yeah. brilliant brilliant well um i understand that you've written 18 books in eight years i have i think when my husband and i were together and we didn't have children and he was working very long hours so i would come home and think what should i do um we didn't have netflix at that point or anything mm. i could just binge on so that's when i thought i'm going to write a book it's in me i want to do it Um, And off I went, and I haven't stopped since. And so all these books just came out of me, and there's more coming. (laughs) Mm, It's incredible. And it's funny you saying about Netflix, because I wonder what will happen now. There's so many distractions for people. Will it? I guess we'll always have people that will write. I hope we'll always have people that will write. I really hope so. And I think that with audiobooks becoming more popular potentially that might be a way that our younger view, our younger readers, start listening to things more on a bus to school on a train yeah. something like that so hopefully there'll be different avenues to keep to keep reading alive yeah i'm yeah. I, i'm a real fan of audiobooks but i love reading as well yeah, so yeah. Me too. yeah well um we know well, most people i think know the story of jk rowling whose first um harry potter book was submitted to 12 publishing houses all of whom rejected the manuscript that's right um how did how difficult was it for you to find a publisher it's taken years um i think i've been serious about writing for probably 10 years and it's only now this year that my first book's come out so i have been through three agents and i have been round on publishing submissions and not got anywhere where Mm. books have just died out there with publishers and you never hear anything um, so it's a long, a long battle. Some people get a, a deal really quickly, but for me, you know, there were things that needed to happen. Um, so it took me years to get there, but mm. here I am now. So yay. Which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And we were just talking actually before you came on about how actually 12 isn't really a lot. It's not a lot. No, there are so many publishers out there. And especially now that you can submit to publishers um, yourself, the smaller ones, there's a lot more opportunity to explore and but that mm. does mean a lot more rejection out there as well yes, so. yes and I think that's the key thing it's just remaining confident in yourself positive and not giving up that is exactly what I say to people it's all about perseverance mm. and because writing is so full of rejection it's it's easy just to give up and say I can't do this especially because it's quite a solitary career yeah. Um, so it's always really good to band together with other writers and then you realise how normal rejection is mm. um, and actually it's it's not you, it's not personal but it's all just, just keep going yeah. and you'll get there Yeah, so. yeah. Well Shadow Keepers, you've got a copy there it looks, I do, looks it's yes. a great book, great yeah. cover um, and it focuses on the story of George, Georgia Yes, Georgia Georgia Boone 
yeah, my, my eyes have just gone all funny, <laughs> who is um, haunted by shadow creatures, but no one believes her, and she ends up in a mental health hospital. Why did you choose Brookwood Hospital? I chose Brookwood Hospital because I used to live behind it. So when it was remodelled into the apartments that it is now, um, and there are townhouses behind it, and that's where I lived for about five years, and you could see the clock tower that was part of the original structure for my bedroom window, But when the residents moved into the apartments, they started to talk about some strange occurrences and supernatural stories, which really got my brain ticking. And I wanted to explore the history of of what it had been. Mm. And that's when I found out that it had been a mental asylum, um, but it had been used for other purposes long, long after. And I thought, well, this is a great place to set a novel and I've got the inspiration right in front of me. Mm. So that's that's where it came from. from oh, that. that's so that's such a, a lovely story. Um, and was there any particular reason you focused on mental health? Mental health is an important topic to me because I've had anxiety and OCD for 20 years mm. and I've been through years of different therapies and counselling. And I think because the books are aimed at teens, I really wanted to present a novel that didn't focus on the mental health, didn't preach at them, but that they could feel they were normal, that other people out there had these issues and it's okay and you don't have to change yourself and just to read somebody like them being a hero of their own journey. Mm. So there's always a bit of mental health that leaks into the novels and I want to give that to our teens today. Mm, Brilliant. And that's, again, so important, isn't it? Because... As you say, so many people can't talk about it or won't talk about it. And um, and it touches us all in one way or another. I I think think it does. And I think the awareness is so much better now, but there's still the stigma. And, you know, when you're going through your teenage years and you've got puberty and you've got girls, you've got boys and your first crush and... And if you're feeling anything extra, it can be really tough to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And at whatever age you are, because I suddenly had the realisation over the last couple of weeks that I, because I say I never get stressed, but I am actually suffering stress sometimes, but internally. Yes. And yes. I don't feel like I'm stressed, but then things will happen. And I think, oh my God, that was Absolutely. Stress. And yeah. it can take a physical toll on you. It yes, can come out absolutely. physically. I always used to have to do that. It would be when I would lose sleep that I would think, okay, what am I worried about? Mm. And I'd have to backtrack from that point to kind of think, okay, this is a problem. Let's do something yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's a fascinating, <coughs> fascinating subject and such an important one. Um, now, many of us feel that we have a book in us. And I know that you've completed a few writing courses, but have you got any advice? for budding authors listening i do i think that um although you don't need to be on social media to be successful you can find um, other people on social media um, and other people to connect with and support you in your writing journey and from those people there will be people farther along than you there'll be people beneath you who haven't done as much and that's where you hear about some wonderful opportunities um, Mm. and they can range from courses to pitching contests to conferences that you can go to and learn about what you should be doing next to having your book critiqued by someone um so there are some amazing courses out there and i have done a few of them some are very expensive some aren't at all um i think the one that was really good was one called writers hq and it's kind of like the poor man's writing course but was one of the most valuable i'd ever done um and i'm actually involved in my own uh program set up by a friend of mine Stuart white called write mentor And he offers an awful lot where um, they do a free mentoring summer program. You can get paid mentorship for as little as £15 a month. And um, there's a novel competition within it as well. So that's definitely one area to to Mm. check out as well. So there's lots available. 
um, it's just about doing a bit of research and and finding people to help yeah Yeah. and I think a mentor is really good because they could then hold you accountable couldn't absolutely yeah you've got goals to set and things like that and as a mentor as well I love it when my mentees achieve something um it feels really special that you've helped them on that journey so it's a great feeling no that's lovely that's lovely and maybe quickly you can tell us where do you write where I write Mm. um well, do you know, it used to be I would just sit at my desk in my study and, and just there. Um, but since we moved house a couple of years ago and my study isn't quite what I want it to be and we're in the middle of building works, mm-hmm. so it depends on where there isn't noise. It right. would be in the lounge <laughs> or at the kitchen counter or something like that. So I move around the house um, with my laptop yeah. to um, find the quiet spot at the moment and where the inspiration is. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. It sounds to me like you're very, very disciplined. I am. Which is fantastic. Yes, it's just part of who I am, I think. Yeah. So I, yeah. I knuckle down to it and it gives me my sense of me, I think, as well as being mum. So. Yes. Um, yeah it's my definition I think mm, but you know? brilliant to have that so that you can do it around your family absolutely it's very flexible yeah. works really well um although I do hate the long summer holidays Shh, don't tell them that no I know I, do you know what I <laughs> yeah. think any honest mother would yeah. say the same thing yeah. um it is lovely not having to set the alarm clock in the mornings but True. in all honesty trying to amuse children absolutely. for such a long period is difficult absolutely oh marissa it's been fantastic having you here today how can people get hold of your books uh, basically they are on amazon and waterstones um the shadow keepers is available you won't find it in waterstones but you can order it from their website and from amazon or book depository um and the unadjusted which is out november is also available for a pre-order from amazon and waterstones as well and if you look on my website um there's lots of information there as well about how you can get hold of things brilliant and your website is marissa noel dot com dot com that's right fantastic well we'll post a link to that as well when we thank post up the podcast yeah. so thank you so much for coming in to see us today thanks for having me it's thank been good you. fun no it's been great that was marissa noel our local author who's recently published the shadow keepers brooklyn's radio believes your health matters.